Good morning, everyone. My name is Sally Kalen, and you are listening to my podcast, Relationships, The Good and the Messy. Thank you for tuning in today, everyone. If you are new, welcome. I am absolutely thrilled you have found this podcast. Just a quick introduction for you newbies that are here, because I'm seeing more and more downloads, which is amazing. So I am Sally. Please go and follow me on Instagram, Sally Kalen. Um, I've been coaching for over 15 years, um, professionally coaching for the last 12 and it is my passion and life's work to help people heal and transform their relationships. So I specialize in helping people get over their breakups and essentially dismantle toxic relationship patterns because that is something that I personally struggled with in my own life for so long until I began that journey and it has been life-changing on every level and now I feel so free and able to live the life that I choose because of my own healing. So when I share this information, guys, I've lived it. I've been there. I've been in the abusive relationships. I've been anxious, depressed, strung out, scared, you know, all of those things in my relationships, chasing people, the wrong people, you know. Um, and then, yeah, I, I went on a, a massive healing journey like 20 years ago. Like literally I was... I was super young to be going on that journey at the time because, you know, at that time I was going to seminars and I was learning everything about just everything I could to break these patterns. Like I just knew I, I was the common denominator and I thought, why am I always ending up in these relationships where I'm either sabotaging them? So basically finding the good guys really boring and finding the bad guys really attractive. Or I was in relationships where I was treated badly and that felt more normal to my subconscious mind, right? So I kind of stuck around and it was just, ugh, no. So I knew I had to do the work. So this is why I do the work I do now because I want, I know that it's possible to completely transform your life, right? It's, it's, I mean, it's a never ending growing experience and it's beautiful, right? It's, it's amazing to grow. It's not always easy when you're going through the stuff, right? It's messy, it's uncomfortable, there's resistance, but hello, that's what change involves, right? I just want to put that out there because I feel like we have this idea, oh, we'll do a course and then suddenly everything's perfect. I think it's more, no, it's not about everything suddenly perfect. It's about becoming super self-aware, super conscious, so you can live a more authentic, real, beautiful life and you're not a slave to your beliefs. You're not a slave to your programming, your conditioning, okay, you are empowered and that is my job is helping people awaken to their power and see that they can heal any anything that's disrupting the life that they want and I get to see that with the clients, I've got to see that with myself and so today, on today's podcast, I want to talk to you about the, what you must do, I believe, these are my beliefs and I've worked with, like I say, amazing coaches myself. I've worked with incredible mentors, gurus, like I've done the whole thing. And I can tell you now that these keep coming back all the time. And it's what I teach as well um, of what you must do to break the toxic patterns and, you know, moving through the breakups. I think we tend to have a lot more breakups when we're in these toxic relationships as well. We just keep sort of going around and around, don't we? So, I'm going to share with you the belief, the, sorry, the, um, what I believe is how you can break these cycles, what you need to do. And 
yeah, I hope that they can be helpful for you. We can go more in depth in other podcasts on the how, but I think it's important more to just share with you the actual things you need to do. And like I say, it's in the doing. So first of all, if you're going through a breakup right now, I just want to throw this tip in today because I've had a lot of people messaging me lately and how how do I get over my ex? How, how? Give me an answer, give me an answer. And all I can say for now on this podcast, I've done loads of other podcasts about this, by the way, though, is accepting the relationship is over is really the biggest thing to begin that journey. The reason it's so hard to get over an ex most of the time is because there is a lack of accepting it is over. So you, I see clients with, they're saying it's over, but they've got like their one foot in the door still. You know, they're still kind of hoping their ex will text them. They're still hoping that somehow that person can change. Even though they're saying it's over, it's done, it's done. But then the moment that person ex calls them, they're right back there or something like that, you know. And they might begin dating other people, but they're still looking back at their ex. It's all messy. And until you get to that place where you make that decision with yourself and accept, it's done. I'm done here. I'm not doing this anymore. It wouldn't matter if he came back tomorrow. I'm not doing it. And I believe it's the acceptance that that relationship is over is the foundation that everybody needs to start moving forward. I know this is what worked like so like it was a it was the very thing I was missing all the times I kept breaking up with my ex. I would always we'd have these on again, off again, hot, cold, you know, cat mouse game all the time. And it was messy. It was horrible. And every time we broke up, I would always think, oh, you know, it would be horrible. It'd be painful. And I was always secretly hoping he would text me, secretly hoping he would call me, that he would show up or something. And then I'd get to, I don't know, a week or two later and nothing. I've heard nothing. And I'd start accepting it's done, begin accepting. But there was always that part of me still hoping, right? There was just always that part of me. And of course, when he made contact, there was a rush of yes, yes, yes. And before you know it, we'd be back in another relationship. Now, when that changed was when I made a decision that I was done. I remember he had done some horrible things in the relationship. Didn't really matter in the past though, because I still had this needy, basically inner child wound that kept me wanting him. That's another podcast and I've done stuff on that before. But when I made the decision, I was done and I left and I walked out and started a new life. It, it was the most liberating feeling ever. There was, for me, no feeling of that's it. When he calls, I'll be ready to go back or hoping he would call. I didn't give a eat. <laughs> I was done. And that is what is needed. So I need you to know that. Okay, so. With that being said, I hope that's not been too much of a waffle on, guys, but I think it's something you need to, to hear because I know someone listening to this right now needs to hear that. Let me share with you what you need to do to keep moving forward on healing the past, on you know creating that new life. Number one, it's the one you know, it's inner child healing. Now, whether you're familiar with inner child work or whether you're not, you can Google it, you can you know, find so much information on this. This is work that I've been doing, like literally I learned about inner child work 20 years ago and I was fortunate enough to do some voice dialogue work, which is a practice in which you access the different 
subpersonalities, including the inner child, with this incredible mentor. Um, and it was life changing. So if you're trying to change the relationships that you have, trying to, you know, be attracted to people that are more balanced or you want that relationship that is stable but exciting still and all that stuff and you're not actually looking inwards you're you're going to be hard pressed to change anything the inner child work and, and you can call it if this is easier to accept like subconscious programming it's all kind of the same thing really I mean I do all of that stuff like I, I look at my own journey and I think when I look at my life, why was there so much chaos in my relationship? Why was there so much pain and suffering? I had a wounded inner child. So I had a lot of beliefs that I was not enough. I was not good enough. I was filled with anxiety, but it was coming from a younger version of myself. Does that make sense? So the younger me was carrying that around. And when I'd end up in relationships and that partner would do a certain thing, it would activate an inner child wound. And of course, we always attract people where we are at as well, our matches. And like I've said before, we then act out our patterns together. So inner child work is a must. If you want to know more about this, DM me for a free call to book, to book in a free call to discuss my program because we cover the inner child work on that as well. The second, so that is the first thing you need to do to change everything in your life. The second thing is I truly believe energy work is so important. Energy work meaning all our memories, all our past behaviors is in our bodies. So a lot of our past memories are caught in the body, trapped in the body and it's suppressed, okay? And this is why sometimes you can consciously be thinking, I'm going to be calm when this happens. I'll be very calm. Even if this happens, I'll be calm. And then something happens and you're body literally signals the brain no this isn't okay so your body contains all the is like your subconscious it contains all the past and so clearing the body doing energy work such as somatic healing EFT NLP massage even acupuncture kinesiology all of this is going to shift energy from the body meditation practices it is so important to get those blockages out of the body. So you can learn a lot of information and have real knowledge on things, but your body is still carrying around a lot of trauma, a lot of wounding, right? We need that out. So the next thing you need to do is to definitely do the energy work on the body. Like I, every morning for me, I do breath work as soon as I open my eyes. And I've done this for 20 years. Like there's probably only been a, like, I don't know, 10 days missed in 10 years. Like it's that, it's that important for me to just center and breathe. And I, and, and do meditation for me is my thing, but it's finding what works for you. But energy work is super important. The next point I would make in healing the past so you can create something different you got to create new habits. you got to create. You are the, you know, what you are today is based on all the habits you've created in the past. Like you have to create a new habit and stick to it, right? You want to interrupt those old patterns with new daily habits. And it doesn't have to be these massive things that you're doing every day. It can just be 
something 10 minutes every day, you're going to start doing meditation, say every morning, or you're going to go for a run for 10 minutes, or you're going to dance, (laughs) you know, whatever it is, you're going to start creating a new you. You're going to eat something different. You're going to drink something different. You're not going to have you're going to have a vegan meal, say, a plant-based meal every evening because you think that's better for your body. Just something. You've got to just look at your life right now. I can guarantee you are literally repeating the same thing every day down to what you eat, who you see, what you say, what you do. And you want something different. Well, then you've got to do different. And I know the energy it takes to change can feel overwhelming. But I can tell you this, once you make those small changes, you're going to see different. And I'll tell you what, how I did something recently, actually. So about a year ago, I was feeling like I wasn't exercising as much because um, I'm very active anyway, but I wasn't doing my runs because of the COVID lockdowns and all that was going on. And And there was a lot of family things going on at the time. So I started doing just 10 minutes of um, planks and workouts in the morning. I just thought, I'm going to just do 10 minutes stretching, workouts. And I've been doing that. And it's paid off because I definitely feel stronger and I definitely feel like I've got a more supple body and all of that. But I've just kept to it. Again, I haven't missed a lot of mornings in that time. There's been some, of course. But again, it's the habits. So it's about creating new habits to interrupt the old version of you. So that's another thing new daily habits and in my program we have this habit tracker where I get clients to just do a five I think it's a couple of minutes every morning of a routine just to create something new the next point I'd like to make in helping you change your future is you really need to become very aware of the limiting beliefs that you actually are carrying around with you regarding your relationships you need to I mean this does tie in a lot to the inner child work but having an awareness about what do you really believe about relationships what do you believe about yourself who are you what what is it that you stand for in relationships what do you you know what are your boundaries this is really important to understand you know what is okay and not okay for you and going back to the boundaries, you know, talking about emotional boundaries, this was another game changer for me because I was someone that was so desperate for love. I would accept scraps sometimes, like really low, like just poor behavior from people because something was better than nothing. And because my boundaries were not in place and I didn't even know what boundaries were, people were able just to do whatever and there was never a kind of like limit to what I would accept. I would just keep accepting the unacceptable. And I started to learn about boundaries when I started reparenting my inner child, standing in my adult version, connecting to those sub-personalities. This is all stuff, by the way, in my program, guys. I I realized that, what the heck, you know, what is this is not acceptable. And I started to love myself more. And this is what happens, guys. When you begin doing the inner work, you start loving yourself. You start raising your standards and you start realizing, heck, I am not going to be putting up with that anymore. This is what I need. And you're able to give what you need from others to yourself. That is what happens. And you have an awareness around your old limiting beliefs 
and you begin to create new ones because of the way you choose to behave. So that is an, is another one of the most important steps in creating that new, the new vision for your future. And the last point I'm going to make today, there are quite a few other points, but I feel like these are the most important things for you to, to think about from now at this point, is understanding that whilst you may want a different life, whilst you may want a better relationship, whilst you are tired of the patterns and tired of always attracting bad relationships or being treated this way and that way, that you have to understand this point. You could very well be addicted to that chaotic mess. You could be addicted to all the drama, all the chaos, because this is what happens to people. We become addicted to the hormones of stress. We become addicted to our familiar emotional states. And because I, and I'll use myself again, because I I think it helps demonstrate the power of healing and, and, and helping you understand better. I was always sad and strung out in my relationships because that was my normal default, if you like. That's how I used to feel a lot growing up. I was always anxious. I never felt safe. I always felt like on high, hyper alert. And I was told frequently that there was something wrong with me that it was my problem, that everyone else in the family is fine, but you're not Sally, even though I was like a kid, you know. And I took on all these beliefs. So roll on to, you know, finding relationships. And I was in these different relationships from when I was, you know, a teen. That was something I find easy to do was, you know, attract guys and all that. But what what would happen is I would consciously unconsciously sorry create this anxiety feeling in my relationships that would be by choosing people that would act in that way so it would go it would reinforce that belief or I would start becoming you know agitated restless picking at them and and again when we're sort of picking at other people or when we're agitated and when we're you know, acting in this way is because we have a dysregulated nervous system. That has come from trauma. That's come from our, you know, what's happened around us growing up. It doesn't mean that everything was bad growing up or our parents were terrible or nothing like that, but it can, it can be, of course, but it can just be that you never felt a certain, the way you needed to feel as you were growing up and you interpreted the world in a certain way. And now you've got this deregulated nervous system and that's what's happening, right? So, it's really important to look at those emotional, what I call them emotional addictions and see as much as you say you want all this, you know what I just mentioned, like a healthy, loving relationship, you also have to unlearn that conditioning. You have to unlearn those emotional states. That's another big part of it, guys, to be able to learn, unlearn it. So they are my top five best things that you can do to transform your life. I mean, they are the everything. Like doing that is going to change your whole freaking life. Now, does that mean that it's easy to do? It's not easy, but it's simple in lots of ways. It, it, it's very simple. It doesn't have to be complicated. It also doesn't have to be overwhelming and messy. You can do certain things in your life that can really change your your life situation. What I would just add to this is make sure you've got 
people in your life that make you feel darn good. People that love and accept you for who you are. People that want to be around you. People that give you their time and energy. This is like so important because if we can't have it in our relationships, I always say we all must have it in our relationships, but just say you can't at this particular time because you're aware you've got these patterns playing out, then make sure you have it in your friendships or have a therapist that you can confide in. We need to be able to hold space for each other so we can heal, right? So we can think sometimes. Having people that love and accept us for who we are is so important. Yes, we have to be the ones that love ourselves the most, right? The cliche saying, you do, it's truth. But we are also meant to be with people that love and accept us and, and be filled with that love and safety that we all deserve. So let me just quickly run over those points again, guys, um, to highlight the fact what you need to do to create a new future to create a new relationship, to create a new you. The inner child work, inner child healing work is paramount, okay? That's number one. Number two, energy work, such as somatic healing, NLP, tapping, acupuncture, anything like that, to get that those blockages out of the body, right? Because our body contains all of the past memories. The next point is creating new habits. It is so important to be creating new daily habits because we want to break those patterns. We want to do different. It's from our actions, right, that we are going to see a new reality. And they don't have to be massive things. It could be just simple things we make to our life. Choosing to see different people is another one, right? Choosing to just do different, like break the patterns. Um, The next point is Become very aware of your limiting beliefs, like noticing what you really do believe about yourself, about relationships. What are you thinking about every day? What are your thoughts? Become self-aware of the types of things you're saying to yourself because that's manifesting. That's creating your life. And number five, to be aware of your own emotional addictions, the types of emotions that you tend to have in your relationships and how they've played out in your life, knowing that they need to be unlearned at some point so you can create different. Because when I talk about unlearning, because we can't become addicted to that state of stress and anxiety, we can just keep creating it. Even if the best person in the world showed up for us tomorrow, if we have got an addiction to drama and to chaos and to pain, we will unconsciously create that in that relationship. It's to do with our nervous system. It's to do with patterning. It's to do with our familiar. So there has to be an unlearning of that. So it's no longer comfortable to be unhappy or miserable or deregulated so I hope this podcast has been super helpful guys um, I would really appreciate it if you would share it to people let people know about this podcast come over to D, um, to Instagram DM me go and check out my reels let me know how you're finding all my content I need your feedback and I love your feedback it helps me you know grow and evolve as a coach every day as well and I want to deliver the best um, the best messaging I can to you, the best content I can, the best programs. And it just gets better and better. And the feedback I get from you guys can only make things better. So please love to hear from you. So on that note, I am going to love you and leave you. Please DM me for a free call if you're interested in working with me. 
as I say, come on over to Instagram and share the love. Tell me where you're at. Sally Kalen, and I will be back in a couple of days with a new podcast.